Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fish Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, if you can do, please subscribe, hit the ding a link to be notified of all the latest episodes and drop us a wee five star rating. We much appreciate it. Really does help. Um, my name's Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies. I've got Carl and I've got Scott. And it's a Twitter episode where we don't know what the fuck to do with ourselves. What and day is it? I've asked the missus this three times a day because I keep forgetting. And it's still Tuesday, apparently. I think it's Wednesday. No, is it no Wednesday today? No, it's Tuesday. Mm. Right. It is a podcast day. It is a podcast day. We're, um, day. Aye, we're, we're still got the right day. Christ. But aye, I keep, I'd literally, since I've stopped work, I can't keep up with what day is. Know that they've been same, exciting. But well, aye. Every, same every year. Um, but I we thought we would jump on, have a wee tweener episode. Nothing generally specific. Specific. Jesus Christ. Can't even talk. Um, but we all go do, we'll start off as we normally do, go around the table, we'll see what we're drinking to start things off, and it's probably more than likely going to be Christmas beers, which we have been gifted by loved ones, and people that hate us, probably as well. Anyway, Carl, what you got? I don't know what I'm talking about there. Oh, and uh, to drop the, the, the opening bombshell, I did, not, I did not get one single beer for Christmas this year. I got Christmas Eve beers. Mm, I never got anything. I never got anything. So, um, I think maybe people are too feared to get me beer, to be fair. Uh, but I got a nice bottle of wine from Craig, um, which is no more. Um, but yeah, so, but to start the podcast off tonight, um, since the big man is absent this evening, mm. um, I've opened an alchemy number in his honour in his honour and it's a uh, malt bomb it's their modern 80 shilling and uh, this one's really nice actually to be honest it's it's really as you would as you would expect it's super super malty um, but it's got a nice pleasant sweetness as well and cold out of the fridge it's actually really really refreshing but I think this beer this beer would be dynamite on cask um, no. as sorry all 80 shillings are I think there's a lot to be said for drinking cask beer at cold temperatures as well. Um, it, can, it can be quite refreshing, kind of like kind of like that having red wine out the fridge. It, it, it mix it up a wee bit sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's nice. It's really refreshing out the fridge, and uh, it's a lovely one to start off before I go into some bigger beers. I know you will. Sounds good, mate. Sounds good. Um, I myself, I'm same as you. I didn't get any Christmas beers on Christmas, but I did get a, a package of Christmas Eve beers, if that counts. Um, one of those beers I've kept a couple of days, and I'm going. I've started drinking it at the moment, and it's from Overtone, um, Starstruck Express, ten percent. So I went balls deep right at the start. Triple IPA, double dry hops, um, Citra Cryo, Idaho Seven Cryo, Galaxy, and Strata. Um, I thought when I poured it and I. Can I had a wee snifter at it before we were recording. I said to you, you heard me saying it, Carl's at like, oh, oh, that I had this feeling of it being a not very well-kept beverage. Um, and I, d- I don't think necessarily that's the case. It's relatively new-ish. It's kind of middle of November. It was released. Um, just uh, It's just missing the mark for me in terms of overtoneness, if that makes any sense. 
it's not as thick as I would want it to be. It's not as juicy as I want it to be. Um, it's no punching me in the face with a passion fruit and mango. There is a mellow kind of dankness to it, which is quite nice to be fair. But it's it's no um it's not a shit beer. I'm gonna drink it. It's just in terms of overtone standard, I don't think it's hit their mark. Um, which to be fair is pretty high standard. Let's be honest. But aye, it's good enough. But for me, just not quite the overtone standard that it needs to be. And granted, I put overtone on a, on a pedestal, so. Or anybody else, it might be fucking the best beer I've ever had in my life. But for me, it's oh. not quite hit the overtone mark. But yes, overtone brewing and their triple IPA Starstruck Express 10% gets a meh from me. Mary. Yeah, Marion. Marion. Scott, what you got? <clears throat> I'm having draft. Oh. Um, <laughs> sponsored. Um, did, did you did you perchance get a perfect draft here, Christmas Scott? A perfect draft pro. Oh, not above, cut above, yeah. cut above mm. the uh, serves at uh, <laughs> uh, perfect draft level. Um, what so makes it a pro? Uh, an app. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a slightly different, a slightly different way of storing the beer. I think a slightly quicker chilling time. Um, so when you put for those that, that don't know, perfect draft. Perfect draft is ABN Bev's ability to lock you into buying their beer even when you're not in the pub um, but it is a class bit of kit um, it'll basically serve you pub style beer with your own pump um, and kegs 6 litre mini kegs that do 10.5 pints um, UK um, oh. per keg and you get a whole raft of stuff you get your um other half violence inducing Stella Artois, <laughs> um, right down to your kind of craftier stuff like Goose Island IPA, which I'm having at the moment. You get Love and uh, Hate, you get um, Magic Rock, um, their stout is available in Perfect Draft. You still got the Tiny Rebel gear, eh? They have Tiny Rebel, they have Orchard Pig Cider as well, a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, but the machine I got was the kind of newer version, that's slightly bigger. But it's got a different way of keeping the kegs in. So you're hanging the, the keg and it's the apparatus basically hangs. It's suspended right. and, and off two bits at the top, basically. Um, mm-hmm. which I think that makes I'm hoping it makes for quicker cooling and just different kind of storage. Kind of lets the air going a bit better. Stuff. Yeah, kind of circulation and stuff a wee bit better. But it gets it excuse me, down to three degrees. So each beer you put in because of the app. You can put it in and it'll tell you when you pick the beer that you've got in it, it'll tell you what the perfect temperature is for that beer, what it's supposed that's to be good. served at. It's got a range for each style, but that specific one, it'll tell you this beer. So Goose Island, for example, I've got it at uh, three degrees, but the perfect temperature for that beer is six. Right. Mm. So um, you're supposed to pour it at six. Um, you've got loads of different options for what you get. Obviously, Beer Hop get you sucked in with the percentage off when you buy three so yeah you get 15 percent off when you buy three kegs um, mm-hmm. and a fiver back for every one you re- return thankfully there's a couple of places locally to us as well that sell them so you can take your empties back and replenish whenever you want kind of thing and mm-hmm. go get them in person as opposed to have to wait for them to get them them to returns and stuff but the app does allow you to book collections and stuff like that a bit like nespresso where you can book uh, a, a return for your kegs and stuff like that, and you'll get mm-hmm. the money back on your account, which is pretty cool. 
Um, aye, it's a pretty decent bit of kit. The beer seems to be holding up very, very well. Um, it took, I mean, the beer when I put it in was at eight degrees. I'd kept it in the garage and it took an hour or two, maybe yeah. an hour and a half to get to three degrees, which is pretty good. That's pretty quick, um, mate, to be honest. Aye, uh, Kirsty's mum's uh, partner, he got one for his Christmas as well and he, he had his at sort of house temperature and when he put it in and it took it took about eight hours for it to chill down. Christ. Um nice. and that was and that's obviously the standard uh, perfect server, perfect draft machine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a couple of pints out of that last night and it was stellar and actually was it was actually pretty nice. <laughs> um I and Kirsty managed to make it through the night unscathed as well, which is a bonus. <laughs> um, drinking stellar, so it's good stuff. I mean it kind of is what it is. Like it's, it's no kidding on anybody at all, um, and what it is. But it does pour the beer perfectly, and I've really enjoyed it so far. I'm hoping some more craft breweries kind of, as they get eaten up, <laughs> by the the behemoth, um, they start to get more stuff on there, or they just think it's a good idea. Either that, or somebody comes out with a conversion kit that lets me get other stuff on it. I've already been on looking at uh, custom pump handles and medallions oh, and stuff like that to stick on it so you get the brandy beer as your magnet you stick on the front and there's there's a, a raft of sticker options to stick on like decals to put on your perfect draft machine with various football teams and, and mm-hmm. other different stuff that you can put on it so I've been looking at all that already the Orchard Pig um, kind of handle being the best of the bunch despite it being cider um, mm-hmm. is the, the, the handle air shovel Nice. <laughs> you screw on the top, which I thought was quite cool. Aye, that's um, cool. So that might be making its way here soon. Um, Can you change the aye. handles in the normal one as well? Aye, yeah. I think so far. For, it's for both both options. You screw it. It's the bit you screw on last. Oh, right, okay. When you're putting the kit together, not that it's really kit. I mean, my I was so shocked at how easy it was. I was like, like I'm four eighty six steps in here, and I've not made an RC yet. Yeah. So. Um, and I managed to get beer at it, which I thought. But at the beginning, I was like, "This is going to be an absolute disaster." But um, no, no, managed it pretty easy. And each the good thing, the, the the kind of best thing, if you like, about it is that in comparison to pubs where you're worried about lines and stuff and cleaning the lines, each mm. keg comes with its own line. So yes. you basically, you, you, as you return it, you, you toss that stuff as well. You so disconnect the line, aye. Aye, and it's a brand new. All you have to do is the kind of housing with the tap and everything attached to it. Yeah. You unclip that and you run it under the tap, and then you put it back in your new keg, and that's you. So is that is that the case for if you were to go to like day to day or whatever and just buy a keg? Is that got a the, is that got a line in it as well? Aye, it comes with. A, they come is that with a, what the wee U shaped fucking thing is that sits aye, on the top of it? So the right, wee plastic, aye, okay. it's a wee bit in plastic, and it's. So it's <coughs> There's a each one they send out with the beer in it. It's got like a lid that you have to peel a bit, a plastic bit you have to pop off. Before they put that on, they put the pump, they they put the line on it. So it's a plastic bit with a hose at the end. Mm -hmm. And you you fling with that in, and it it basically you insert the hose bit as far into the perfect draft machine as it will go. It lines it up with these two bits that you click in, and that's it. Sorted. No, that's good. You literally lift it, sit it on the top, push it in, makes a wee noise, a, a kind of clunk, 
clunk the, the line in and then you pour, basically. I think it's cool. Like, it's just, like, that's the one thing about, obviously, Mark's got the, the grade below. And that's like the one thing about his one. It's like having to get the kegs to temperature, how long it takes. And obviously, he, he fires his kegs in the fridge, so they're icy cold already so you didn't need to wait eight hours but that like you said if that's dead quick then that's that's spawn like then you take up fridge space in your in your beer fridge already and you can I, just i mean i think it still serves to, to stick it in i think it's just a wee bit a mite quicker and then um because when we're in the garage hi but the the good thing about it is being able to control the temperature and they've got the app has got a kind of beta test in different modes so you've got one where you can, it's on like a power saving mode until you take it off. Mm-hmm. So it'll bring the temperature up a bit. It'll no keep it. But when you want it, it'll bring it, it'll keep it within range. Yeah. I suppose that's one thing as well. Like with people like nowadays, and obviously we're in the cost of living and shit and the cost of gas and electric, the new people are going to be kind of cautious about that. And well, right. like myself, like I've got a beer fridge, which I used to, previous places where I've lived before, I've always been on constantly, but now in the garage, where I would normally have my beer and I would, I would probably have, well, beforehand would have had my beer fridge on constantly. My beer fridge hasn't been on for the last five months, four or five oh, months. No. Um, not in the garage either. Well, I don't have to, obviously the garage is cold enough anyway, but obviously I just, I just um, chill all the beers in the fridge in the house and then bring them out with me. Um, but I, if, like, if it's got that kind of mod where it can, like you said, it can have a wee bit of a power saving mode, it's perfect. Aye. It's good that it's got two kind of beta modes, so it's got like a power saving where then you flick it on yourself to, to see right. I'm ready to go. Or you can schedule it. So if you're working during the week and you know you're going to want to be on a Friday, you put it on right, the third mode, which has got a scheduling thing. So you can say, like, I want you to start chilling the beer at 12 on a Friday. So when I finish at five, the beer's at three degrees. No. But during the rest of the week, you can have it however you want. So that's quite cool. Well, we get, well like, like I know you said that you jump in the train occasionally into your work and that and... You can be sitting there at lunch and going, oh, I'm going to dine for a beer. Let's check the temperature okay. up. <laughs> Whack. Let's get that. Let's get that. You're sitting there <laughs> saying I've had a shite day. I'll get the, the, the beer on ready for me coming in. And it means you're not hammering it with uh, power and stuff all the time. But um, back to the kind of beer itself, I mean, it's oh, aye, really good head on it. You've got to get some serious welly when like, you've got to commit, um, as we learned, or as. Uh, Mark's father-in-law learned um, <laughs> on his first pour, you've got to commit to the pour, otherwise you end up with a, a froth. Um, but the Goose Island IPA is perfectly pleasant, pretty malty, um, got a good bit of bitterness to it, uh, 55 IBUs, it's got a decent dark colour, good head retention, tastes like you would get it in the pub, if no nice. better, because you know the line's clean, could you put it in no. yourself? True that, true that. <laughs> Aye, a lovely beer. Makes a difference. So I think some people like sometimes you think people forget about that in terms of the lines and stuff. But uh, do you find that it, it tastes um, like you can get goose obviously in the pub and stuff, and you can obviously get goose in well, cans and that. Pints of goose Island, like, uh, I was going to say, do you, do you taste the difference? Marriott in hotels in, P- in the Peterborough area um, mm-hmm. of <laughs> nothing but that's as close to craft as you're going to get there, and it, it is awful. All right. <laughs> So much it's, so you move your bottles pretty quick. It's a massive party how a beer's got a taste for you is how it's been kept and, and how how the how the equipment's treated. You know Aye. I mean you, you you know that going out and about certainly locally my, my drink is barely even best. And mm-hmm. 
you know, you can go to three or four different places in Bathgate and get a pint of Belhaven Best, but it tastes different in every pub. You know? You can't be dealing with that, man. No. That's what you want. Like, you want, you at least want a consistent fucking pint, you know what I'm saying? I know, I, I obviously, regular listeners will know I'm, a, I'm partial to a wee bit of tenants and a bit of scummy beer, so to speak, and there's nothing worse. You can de- you can honestly taste a shit pint of tenants, which, to be fair, nine times out of ten is a shit pint of tenants, let's be fair. But uh, you can definitely taste the difference when somebody looks after the lines and somebody who doesn't. Um, definitely makes a difference. Uh, I've discovered a new brewery today um, whom I want on the podcast and who um, seem to be doing collaborations with some um, awesome fucking breweries. And I don't know for the life of me how I've never heard of these before. So they're based in Tunbridge Wells, down my neck of the woods. Uh, they're called All Kin. Um, and they've done collaborations with the likes of Overtone. So again, don't know how I don't know about this, but I've just found it today. Overtone, um, they've done Track, um, Verdant, some of the the big names in UK brewing. And uh, I am going to get these guys in the podcast if it's, if I, if it's the last thing I do. Um, I'm getting these guys in the podcast next year because by the looks of things they're doing big things and fuck knows how we've never heard of them not got a clue just shows you how diverse the craft beer industry is that there's still you know there's still breweries popping up and doing good things and that we've <laughs> we've not managed to come across yet that thing is I've, I, so I looked at where they were and I've pretty much drive if I go into London for work I'd near, I pretty much drive by them Every single time. So fuck us having not seen them. So um if you're from Alkin or you've heard of the beer or tasted the beers, um give us a wee message. Let us know how they tasted and give us some feedback and I'm gonna do my best to get them on the podcast in the new year. Talking about New Year, what's our new year plans, what's our new year drinking, what are we drinking at New Year, blah blah blah, yap the yak, what we're looking for. Abraham. Abraham. Right, you can be both. Trying yep. my best to open my Christmas uh, Magnum, Christmas Ale Magnum on Christmas Day, and that didn't happen. So I know. that might get rolled out again. It's not enough drinkers for that style of beer. It's obviously a uh, darker ale, so it's going to be that's that, the Magnum's going to be for sharing. Like, and it also needs to be it needs to be finished. So it was between sure. my dad and we were going to have a bash at it, but there was also champagne and gin and various other things flowing, and food. Beyond belief, is it kind of? And I was like, I'm not going to open it and then find that there's the quarter of a bottle left at the end of it, so there's no point. Mm. How was your Christmas in general? Mine, if, mine was pretty damn quiet. I was just sitting at calm before, like I was, I was back home by like five o'clock, six o'clock. I stood at my mum and dad, so um, we did some, st- we were kind of running about between uh, relatives in the morning and then. Mm. Uh, got situated at uh, Mullins for about half two and we were there and stayed over so it was great, really chilled out dinner took its time right, perfect drinks in between, mm-hmm. gifts and things like that are plenty so aye it was really chilled out but um, it was good having to be able to stay over and the two of us being able to have a drink, you don't have to worry about driving or anything like that, That's which it. is a, a rarity um, nice and relaxed it's the best way to do it Best way to relax. This is my first Christmas as a dad, and obviously we had the fucking matching pajamas, fucking on the go. Obviously, it's going to be done, mate. Uh, it's going to be done. We we, yeah. we do it every year. 
Aye, been that out. Did you not have to pull the full? Did you have to pull the full Santa gear yet? I think no, we're, we're obviously for early doors. We're early door. I can get away yeah, with that now. Like, the full full Santa experience. Well, because because her birthday's like in January, like, and she's only turning one. Obviously, as as bad parents as we are, there's like, there's because you've got so much stuff. Like, we're we're just gonna leave it in the packaging and just re rewrap it and get it again. Happy birthday! <laughs> Aye, that's it. That's it, mate. I mean, you've got to be pragmatic at that point. You know, the Wayne, the Wayne doesn't care. And it's Christmas shit, right, and no. you know, take your opportunities yeah, well. It's one hundred percent. She's going to be. Uh, know that she's going to, <laughs> exactly. She's going to be spoiled rotten every year, regardless. So, yeah, I'll get a couple of years, and I'll need to do the full Santa gear. Right. Need All to that. Find taste. Need to enjoy the taste of raw carrot. Why exactly? Exactly. So that's what that's what we've got every year, and we had the we had the the, the fun and games that is Elf on the Shelf happening in our house. And was there any related Elf on the Shelf? And, oh, it should have been throughout December. Um, any no, Wednesday we, mornings, the Elf had a, <laughs> a couple of cans. No, no, unfortunately not. Tuesday. Um, that's an no, idea I, to keep for next year. I know. Plugged. Kirsty's been Kirsty's been pretty good with it this year. I've, I've there's only been sort of a handful of. Uh, nights that I've had to come up with an idea. Um, mm. So, but no, that's been pretty good. And uh, yeah, the, obviously. The elf reading the crisp drawer or elf making sandwiches at 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> or... No, no. We had, uh... No, the elf's obviously going to take after me. <laughs> so. Aye, <coughs> <laughs> no. no. We, I just, I asked him, oh, do you meet the elf on the shelf? And he's like, don't be daft, don't do that for a couple of years. All right, Roger, fair enough. Fair play, fair play. Um, so one thing I did, so there is one bit of kind of craft beers that what I tend to do every week, I'll, I'll try, I'll, if there's not any natural craft beer news, whether like some brew dog and all that shit that's happened throughout the year, I'll, I'll have a wee dig around the interweb and see what I can dig up. And there was one bit I found this afternoon, which kind of made me laugh. There's been a, a non-alcoholic beer um, being made in America um, specifically oh, no. for weightlifters. So it's oh, full of protein. No. Oh, no. Jam full of protein. It's meant to be Is like... Is that like that shit that Dixon was drinking at, at, at when, when we did the podcast at his house that night a couple of months ago? It was like that sports beer. Oh, so it was. He was doing a sports beer, wasn't he? Is that the kind of same kind of thing? Like, it will be. So that I think that I uh, has had the wee bit. I think it was like two and a half or something. No, it wasn't. His was zero point five. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Well, it's, uh, it's it's something along the same lines then. Um, so it's it's aimed at weightlifters. Um, and they're doing there's kind of going along the lines of obviously beer normally makes you put on weight as we all know. Um, I hear, by the way, I jumped in the scales the other day. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I gave myself Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just no. Fuck, just fuck the scales, it. I nearly died. I was like, oh, my Life God. Living, Not so, true that. True that. Very, very true. Um, but aye. So it's aimed at weightlifters, um, and it's it's specifically for that kind of niche market of people who, who want to ha- want to have a beer, but want to lift weights. Want to lift weights as well. <laughs> Who's... Do you take it, well, do you take it to the, Do you take it to the gym, with you? Well, I, I, I was just thinking there, 
How did you come up with that idea? Were you did you take a a, a tip with you to the gym and were down in a fucking triple IP and you thought this is a bad it's idea? A, I'm half gas. It's an absolute bro market move. Like that's been made by somebody like a a fucking what's it called Shark Tank. It's American. Uh, no, no I bet his name. Aye. I bet his name was Chad. Aye, Chad or Chad. Aye, Zach or Zachary. Aye. Aye, some zoomer that thought it would be a good idea. There's the beer can, drinkers I, and there's the non-beer drinkers. Or there's the people who drink beer that have to have space in the middle so that they can go to the gym and look after themselves, which I think we all need a period of every now and again. I'm not getting away for that. But aye. then don't try and make... It's like... It, it's, well, we can, we can pretty safely... We can safely say without even tasting this beer, we know it's going to be no. watery pish. No, I'd rather have a yoghurt. Like if you're going to have like I draw the line at high protein snacks I draw the line at yogurt <laughs> you can just about handle that especially the ones that come in a pouch because then you don't yeah. even taste it it just goes Aye. Aye. it's mildly pleasant and it's not the same as putting powder into water basically is, what you're saying is that you, that you just have fruits that's what you're doing that's, that's what it is it's like the, the, a protein adult version of a fruit mm-hmm but it doesn't make a blind bit of difference anyway. If you then sit on your fat arse, type yeah. away on a computer all day, and then move, sloth your cellar to the com- like for the computer to your fridge, pour a beer, and then drink it. Doesn't even matter. Like, I made me just made me laugh. Like, like I, I mean, people would have laughed the same as opposed to non-alcoholic beer, but that that's within the realms of possibility. A protein or pre-workout beer or that's awful <laughs> drinking hang on the new wait the new while I nick to the gym and have a, a dragon suit before I start oh, have you ever tried those no either horrendous no, I've seen are. too many of them lying next to Doug Shite out a walk right. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever think that that would be appealing we had them we had them we went and done the sub crawl in Glasgow mm-hmm. and uh that was we we got on the training with one of our colleagues at the time. Um, she got on the training at Airdrie, and that was her that was her uh, gift to us all. That was that was her gift to us all. So she had got five cans of dragon soup and brought them onto the train, and that was we had to drink our dragon soup before we got to Glasgow and then commenced oh, the sub crawl. No. Oh, is that not the nickname for dragon soup on Airdrie Lucasy? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Must be. Must be. And that might be the. The name of this episode. Your Drew Lucas Ed. Go to be. Go to be. That was the thing I was going to ask. So this beer, this this uh, pre-workout beer, does it come in like a sports bottle with a, a squeezy cap and that? No, it's just in a can. It's just in a can. Pre-workout beer. Comes in that's a, like that's comes like in a mixer, to... a mixer bottle, like one of the gaff mixer bottle shapes. Aye, with a bow on it. You've got instead of instead of a widget, it's got that metal bow on it. You shake Aye. it. Yeah. Oh, talking about widgets, I seen a because same. I've been addicted to TikTok for the last fucking two months, three months. Um, like most people, I watched a TikTok video and this guy who's he's having Guinness right, and he's just discovered the widgets. Um, and his boys, his boy, um, is videoing him, and his boys like, oh, Guinness, are trying to poison me. Look at they've got they've put balls in in my cans, and he's opening the cans. Look, like they're trying to poison us and stuff. <laughs> didn't even realize he's been obviously drinking Guinness for a long time. Didn't even realize there's a fucking widget in it. He's a fucking widget. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, how do you not know? 
How do you not know that? Fucking hell. There's no accounting for stupidity, mate. That's, that's <laughs> so, very true. So I think we're agreed on the, pre, the, uh, the body lifting beer is an absolute no. Absolute right. no. It's just stupid. It just, it just reminds me of like, more oxy, like two more oxymoronic items in the, same, in the same sentence. Never Work mind the same beer. product. Exactly. It's fucking that. Like, so it's, two, it's actually it's two. Uh, I'm, I, I forget the article, but I can't even get, find that again. But it's two. Uh, it's two weightlifters that are developing it. Surprise, surprise. Um, and I just, I just, I don't know how you'd come up with the. the I think those those two things are a good idea. Putting them together, it's fucking stupid. Because folk have run out of ideas, Gav. That's why. Well, uh, that's that's true. And I think we both, we all three of us know, was it even tasting that be- this beer? It'll taste like shit. It'll be watery pish. Guaranteed to be awful. It'll be um, absolutely awful, which leads me on to my next bit. And uh, I know Mark, the big boy's doing it. Um, who is anybody doing dry January? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I'm, I, no. I'm not going to commit to that. Can I? I would like to. What I would like to commit myself to is losing at least two stain by the time I get to October. I've got a couple of weddings to go. Away. <laughs> other than that, other than that, I'm committing to absolutely hee haw. That's quite right, quite right. I just yeah. um, the message asked me the race. Are oh, you doing dry January? I was like, no. I was like, I'll maybe no drink as much, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing dry January. I'm not committing to that. No. Fuck that. I think I only drank last year. I did like two weeks, and I was like, no, nah, no doing it. Give me a beer. Put yourself under pressure, and then you end up because then it's the same with fad diets and everything else. You then put you put yourself under pressure. You don't. You abstain, and then whenever you decide whether it's a you capitulate and dare or you yeah. make it to the end, you drink January and February in February anyway. Aye, that the only thing that would maybe make it easier is obviously having a box of mash gang. To be fair, mm. which you can't really go wrong. Oh, incidentally, no. talking about mash gang. They have got, and we don't know who it is. They've not announced who it is, I should say. They have got a collaboration or they're working with, and their beers are now going to be available in a Premier League football team stadium, which I thought was pretty damn good. That's pretty cool. Um, they've not announced who it is. John um, Mashley finding he's selling the most randomly places. I know. Again. Well, they've got all the how merch. Do we, how do we tug on the, the shop tails of young Mashley? I don't know. Like It seems like he's destined for... Yeah, world domination. Well, it seems like he's taken over the world, by the way, mm-hmm. at this rate. And I know, obviously, Beavertown have got Tottenham Stadium kind of um, sorted with the, the biggest bar and a stadium in the world, I think it is. Um, and the stadium's pretty cool, to be fair. Um, when you charge £9 a pint, it's probably that's, that's doable. Well, aye, true that. True that. But aye, so they're they're doing that, which is quite interesting to be fair. Um Budweiser as well. Well, aye. That's a that's a given. That's a given. Definitely. Any I don't know if I can't remember if we mentioned it last week or that. Any breweries or um beers you're looking forward to trying next year, mate? Um, I think Mark said he would was looking forward to trying stuff as close to home as possible, which I think mm. I would second. Um, I think it's that thing is like like I just mentioned earlier on like that Alkin they're like half an hour away from me forty five minutes I didn't even know they existed um, and it's that one it's that thing that they've been going for a wee while apparently um, 
and it's just if you Google and you go on the internet, you, you're going to discover some decent breweries on your doorstep, and you, do, you didn't even know they were there. Just Scotland in general, I think, and then Northern England as well, so the ones that, like a bayonet, who I know we've had on, but I'd quite like to see what they come up in the new year, because they've yeah. been, they had a pretty class 2022. Um, Black Isle, I'd like to kind of get closer to their stuff again. Cromarty, I'd quite like to explore their full range and whatever they come up with during the year and make that kind of commitment. So stuff that's up here. I mean, if beer's got to come for four, like three or four hours away, I'd rather it be for this side of the border Aye. if possible yeah. than uh, oh. just for travelling purposes, that's all. Oh, skelter. I see a, ska- a can of, I see a can of skelter being poured. A cold IPA from Unbarrier. Oh, yes. yes. Son of a bitch. Indeed. Son of a bitch. I'll let you enjoy that for the moment. Um, yes. I'll, I'll come back to you in a second. Did, um, did any of get any... I know we mentioned what beer we got or didn't he get... I didn't get any actual beer other than the mini kegs and the machine, mm-hmm. obviously, which I get. There's a lot of beer. Um, did mm-hmm. anybody get any beer-related or beer-adjacent or beer-ish gifts without being beer itself? Um, nope. My neon sign that says bar. Well, okay, Ash. so on that, right, on, on personalised signage that say things, I've got, a joke, I've got a great good laugh for you here. So I got this. I love it. He's segged within his own joke here, I love it. I got this for my mum, and right. it doesn't work on an audio podcast, but I'll explain it to the listeners to so they can work it out. You can take a picture of this and put it for all to see. So I got two presents. I got asked to open my smaller one first. That when I opened it, it was a bottle of Tipex, right? So this is a giveaway, right? For somebody who tried today, my mum, tried today oh. a, a beer-related or personalised gift. So right. What this is meant to say <laughs> is Scott's Beer Fridge Bar, right? <laughs> beer fridge mat. Beer fridge yep. mat. So it's meant to be beer fridge mat. But it says beer fridge bat. I was given a bottle of Tipex and then that. So this is a That's retiree. I've got, I've got a picture, don't in worry. The same, in the same vein as almost every text message she's ever sent. That's how Should be fairly straightforward to change the TNR and make it beer fridge bar. Well, uh, you could do that, but I'm yeah. not getting it. So, beer fridge mat. It was meant to be beer fridge bar. Beer fridge oh. bar. So, apparently, so, apparently she was so fixated on where the apostrophe should be. Um, having flashbacks for her dad's um, great grumbles <clears throat> at a, a, a long-lost bar in Armadale called Tap O the Bray, which mm, had a, a pointless apostrophe in there that <laughs> they did not need. So aye. having flashbacks and nightmares to her, <coughs> uh, my granddad mentioning um, that stupid apostrophe every now and again, totally misplaced the... Uh, <laughs> was meant to, be, <laughs> meant to be M, but became a B and just got left there. So I've now got this great personalised gift, which I think is unique. <laughs> it is that it <laughs> a is lot that. more of a talking point than um, it would have otherwise been. A lovely, so, a lovely, a lovely pattern as well. I like that rolled up. I also managed to get <laughs> a few t-shirts. Um, One of which you're wearing at the moment, Mark from Spencer's. Happy um, Christmas! Happy Christmas! Which right. is the usual cheese. I've also got many beers, which is Mark from Spencer's range of beers. Actually, mm. the beers that they get done by the other breweries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye. 
I've got a pair of pyjama trousers that I've got all the different beers they have in that range. Which yeah, is that's kind of cool. cool. At least that's they cool. have the clothes that match the stuff they actually make. And then uh, I also got Fat Faces attempt at that. So I've got a t-shirt that says Off-Piste. So I've got beer on skis, which is quite cool. Right. Nice. Um, and then a beer, kind of beer pints and stuff like that, pair of shorts, which is quite cool. Uh, and I've got two books as well from Camera. No I was going to say, I just, I, I seen you scrolling through, it looked like yes. one of Johnny Garrett's numbers. Yes, so I got, uh, um, made a specific request for A Year in Beer, uh, which is the Beer Lover's Guide to the Seasons by Johnny Garrett on nice. the Craft Beer Channel. And Award-winning book. Um, it's great. It looks class. I've had a wee read uh, the first couple of pages. And then I also got the 2023 Good Beer Guide oh. in lieu of a potential beer fridge road trip at some point. So I've got That's cool. places to take us or me um, if we make it to different bits. Um, forward by HRH, the Prince of Wales. So I don't know if that's the new one or the old one. I think it's the old one. Chuck, the third. But it's camera books and it's got quick. I'll add a quick look at Edinburgh, which has got all the usual haunts in it. Although, saddeningly, and I know why, because obviously Canberra's mega cask, mm. but it does have the Cali picture house in it, which is an absolute dive bomb. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, that's a horrific. Other, that's that's that one blemish. Um, mm. otherwise, <laughs> one blemish so far. Otherwise, perfect um, run through Edinburgh pubs. I've not looked at Glasgow yet. Um, that's to come. But yeah, we can revisit these as we go, different places. No, it sounds good, mate. I like the, the, here, the weird th- I'm the same as you, Cal. Like, we've been doing this podcast for four years, and every single year of those four years at Christmas, I get hee-haw beer stuff because everyone's like, I don't know what to get you. My fucking just... I mean, I think, I think in general, like, we, we, in our house, we're, we're, we're moving house soon, so we're trying to keep uh, expenditure, um, expenditure yeah. and gubbins to a minimum. Um, so I got I got one gift this year, which was a a set of bowls. Um, oh, for, for are, next they, season. are they customised bowls? Uh, no, 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 they're not. Um, but they're they're my own, which I don't have at the moment. I've, I've been using that last season. I was using spare ones that one of the other members had uh, kindly oh, uh, right. loaned me. So I've got my own now, which is amazing. Um, but I that was that so was basically no longer in the spare PE kit cupboard when you go no I, 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 don't need, I don't need to do it in my pants anymore <laughs> you can do practice oh. in the garden mm. oh he's, he's remembered something oh oh was uh, a skull bottle of oh, oh nice cool. that's nice that's quite nice it's pretty heavy it's like a proper paperweight there's nothing there's nothing worse right really thinks it's the perfect weight to chuck aye but it would make a hole in the wall. There's nothing worse than getting a getting a, a bottle opener and it's like plastic and you know two or three bottles in it's gonna just snap. No, it's proper proper heft. Quite cool. Something with a, a wee bit of weight and you know it's it's gonna last, definitely gonna last. Right then, Cal, um you've moved on to yes, the skelter. I've let you get I've let you get two thirds of your way through your cold IPA. From unbarred. And your unbarred glass, incidentally. From incidentally, your box. Yeah. Bruiser. From my unbarred box. Um, on bruiser, your yes. pants. No, I'm just not wearing pants. <laughs> um, yeah, so as Gav says, this is uh, the limited edition Skelter. Um, I think I've kind of been at the end of, you know, lucky enough to have it because it's been it's been out for a wee while. Even though it's limited right. edition, it's been it's been out for a wee while. 
Um, and it's it's best before April, so it's obviously it's been in the can for a wee bit, but that definitely doesn't detract from flavour whatsoever. Um, this one um, is Citra, Idaho 7 and Simcoe, 5.5%, and it is just, it's really special. It's 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 crisp and clean. Um, you've got beautiful tropical flavours. Um, it's not heavy at no. all. It's really light. Um, and, and the colour, the colour is really, really light in colour. That obviously comes with the rice. It's almost clear. But it's got a lovely body. It, it seems it seems kind of a, a conflict to say that it's light and it's got a good body. But yeah. it's, you know, it, it, it doesn't feel heavy no. in the mouth and, and stuff, but but it's it's got a good body to it. That, that really feels weird saying that, but that's that's what I'm getting. But yeah, it's lovely. It's cracking. I like, just genuinely for me, I love this style so much. Like I'm, I love drinking lagers, and so you get that aspect of cream kind of crispness to the beer. Then you, I love kind of nipas and stuff, and getting a wee bit of taste and thing, and you get both aspects in that beer. Um, it's like a hybrid kind of thing, isn't it? Proper, aye, you know, there's, there's been there's been a few breweries that have done that kind of style really well, that kind of hybrid lager slash IPA. Um, and that's kind of where I would sit it, even though yeah. saying it's a cold IPA, I would I would sit it in that sort of hybrid um, range, um, and it's it's absolutely special, it really is. And I definitely really enjoying it. Um, I have got the I don't know if you've opened it yourself, Cal. Um, the collaboration with Bruiser and the Blackberry Cobbler, Blackberry Lemon and Honey Pastry Sour. I it's in the fridge, mate. Is it? Cool. I might, I might open mine in a second. It's, mine's been in the fridge for about an hour because um, I've remembered before we were recording. Oh, like fire that in the, fire that in so the fridge. Got, I got that one. I got that one in my box, and I got the Bueno, Bueno um, shake. I got the Bueno shake one, and I got obviously I got Stoutzilla as well in my Aye. box. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, going. I'm probably to be fair. Uh, see with the Stoutzilla, right? I know it's That's a cracking beer. You got me one of them. Uh, I think I, I got, got you. It. It's in the garage. I think I got you the twenty twenty, either twenty twenty bottle or twenty twenty one bottle. Um, I can't remember. Um, and I with that, see, I'm I'm tempted to to gift it to one of you because I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I'm going as as you will. You guys will, to be fair. So it might even be good to compare it to the the one I gave you, Gil. Um, and we have a we have a stout Zilla night. Let's see how we go. Aye, it. Be interesting. I mean, I think those beers, like for me, like a big ten percent stout, it's kind of like one and done. Aye. it's like of an evening where you're maybe just sitting watching a film or watching a football or something like that, and you pour pour your big dirty stout and you sip at it for a couple of hours, even. Um, either that or if you're enjoying it when you're with your pals, you share it out. Aye, especially well, especially the one I like, I got Gil the the big chunky bottle. Mm-hmm. My missus, I can I've got so. All right, it's it's a it's a hundred percent sure. Talking about Bruiser, um, favorite boxes of the year. Ooh, that's a good one. Time and tide. Purely because it was the most surprising. Like it was a totally without expectation. The hype behind it. Never really heard any of their stuff before, and they totally knocked my sizable socks off. Um, <laughs> they were really good. Everything I had out of that box was was incredible. Um, for the dipper, 
right down to the kind of the, the lager and the, the low ABV stuff. I thought it was right. Howlin' My... Hops. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, Carl. Howlin' Hops for me stood out. I thought that was tremendous. Uh, every beer in that box was unreal. And it, like even like the low percentage stuff was just tremendous. And then even that, the higher ones, it was just... I can comfortably say that that's incredible. been my favourite box of beer that I've had this year, mm-hmm. is Howlin' Hops. Um, but I bought that myself. Like I, I bought that off after you and Mark had yeah, yeah, yeah. Howlin' Hops for Bruiser. So I didn't get Howlin' Hops from Bruiser. Um, so my uh, my favourite Bruiser box has definitely been Track. Because oh, that was, I mean, it was seven beers, but it was just every single one was superb. Ah, they're awesome, man. They're just so fucking good. Like, every, but, but yeah, my, my favourite box has been Howling Hops, and that was that was a big bottle. Like, I, I, that was 12 beers I got. Um, and great value as well for what, what I was getting. I'm trying to go back on my thing and see if I can, I can look back at all the boxes that I had this year, which incidentally I cannot. I cannot. Oh no, I can. That's an absolute lie. Um, Lacada was one for me that stood out. Um, I was not expecting that to be as good as it was. Sure shot as well. Sure shot box. Honestly, mate, guys, try a sure shot box. It's fucking unreal. Stuff's awesome. Uh, really enjoyed uh, the S43 stuff that I had at the start of the year. That was a really good box, to be fair, as well. A really good mix. I'm looking forward to the, getting stuck in this year. And to be fair, it's going to be, I think there's going to be a, a lot of kind of going back and trying breweries that I've already had this year, to be fair. Just because mm. we're, I'm, we're kind of getting through this. I know there's over, whatever it is, 60 breweries or however many. Yeah, than that, uh, it was over a hundred. Was it? Oh. Well, I was going to say that, and didn't want to be wrong. Um, but I, I think there's going to be a lot of kind of going back over breweries that I've already had. Um, I doubled up this month. I had Umbard and Overtone. Granted, my Overtone box still hasn't arrived. I hope it arrives tomorrow. Um, just in time for New Year, so I'll get some bad boy beers for then. Um, but no, looking forward to kind of getting stuck into some new stuff as well and in the new year I'm trying to get things loaded up so I can have a look at what I'm looking forward to but, had, um, I'm forgetting man it seems like a long time ago but I had the kernel was my January box right. that was fucking unbelievable as well that, beer, no, that um, box was, that box was I just, tremendous I got theirs as my double header for uh, December and I've just opened the Nelson uh, Paleo Oh, splendiferous technical term, splendiferous. Um, cloud water as well. I've kind of done things, I've kind of done things properly this year, to be fair. I've had, I've had, <laughs> uh, I've had the kernel track, there's, there's cloud really water, no and there's not a big hitter you've no hit, I don't think. Aye. Well, one I'm definitely, I'm staying away from after uh, Mark's comments last week is Neon Raptor. Um, mm. I'm I'm not going Aye, anywhere was, near that. He was well in the mezzone with him, wasn't he? Aye, and I'll be. I'm going to. I've, I I picked up a a 360 brewing company beer um this afternoon, which I will try at some point during the week, and give you some feedback. That's a box I'm interested to get. It's a brewery that I'm. It's again close by that I've never tried before, so that might be one that I dip my toe into. I I want to get a mash gang box, but I feel like I'll just I'd rather just buy. The stuff directly off them. To be fair, get the ones you like. Then they through. And I know they've got enough. They've got enough beers now to fill a box. But like, get a crate of the cheap beer or cheap lager or uh, 
the the stoop. So or, I've or just you might even get their supermarket number soon. Well, will I? Um, my mascot. I forgot about that as well. So the <laughs> take on the Premier League and then take on Morrison's. Fucking Christ. Big things coming oh, from Mash Gang. a bigger headline. There's a reason he forgot the Morrison's bit. <laughs> well, that's true. Very, very true. Very true. Um, I've just, so I have opened the Umbard Bruiser Club, the Blackberry Cobbler, which, when I seen what it was that they were making, um, I was a bit like, hmm, that might be a bit shit. Um, however, um, you'll be glad to hear it's actually a a decent beer. Um, obviously, Blackberry is one of those funny ones where, like, how do you get Blackberries in a beer? Apart from just firing them in. You, you, so it's Blackberry, lemon, and honey pastry sour. Um, pastriness, I'm not 100% sure I'm getting the pastry, but there's a wee bit of sweetness which is coming from the honey, and you're definitely getting the, the lemon as well. Lemon just punches through this beer quite a lot, to be fair. Colour is fucking red as you like, by the way. Like, that bad boy is red as fuck. Um, so definitely worth an IG moment in there. There you go. Nice. Oh, mm. wow. Colour. That colour. Um, so it, it looks like kind of cherry cola almost, to be fair. But it's a, it's a, it's a nice beer. It is a nice beer. Um, I, for whatever reason, thought it was going to be more on the stout side, which obviously it's no. Um, it's more on the silver side. And it's it's actually a good change-up this time of year. From what you'd you normally would leave your servers to obviously someone and stuff, but we kinda like to go against the grain. When everyone's zigging, we zag. And um Aye. this is actually quite well, I nice. Think, I think the, the the whole sort of pastry sour thing, it can be a kind of dessert in a can type thing as well. It can be kind of that that vibe that you didn't necessarily need that to be a summer beer. Aye. No what it actually is. See, see, be fair to you, I would, you'd, so, my, I spent, I spent a year together, all together, um, working overseas in Lapland and stuff, and in Sweden and Finland, and you had this thing called gloggy, which is essentially mulled wine. Um, you, never lo- you never lost your accent either. No, I never. <laughs> ah, Sweden! <laughs> did you get any, did you get any, like, any of the old, uh, like no, I never, to be fair, I never... Not d- a single sausage? No, because the, the, the Finnish guys... East, just straight Eastbourne. Aye, because the, the Finnish guys that were there, were, they're, they're after nut, by the way. Obviously, where we were, there's, it's a, the smallest place in the world, basically. There's only one shop, it's a <laughs> petrol station. So when the tourists and the workers come for the six months, like, they, they when they see girls with blonde hair and stuff, they're like, oh my god, they're sad. So that kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? So they've not seen anybody else for six months, and then all of a sudden it gets dark as fuck. Can't see any, can't see fuck all anyway. They don't get the sun for a couple of months, and then there's these women, English women kicking about, foreign girls kicking about, oh, the hair, blah, blah. So it's a bit mental. Um, and anyway, back to the beer, where I was going with this, you get a thing called uh, Gologi, which is essentially mulled wine, and this has kind of got that vibe. I, I feel like if I warmed it up, it'd be a perfect... Like mulled wine, so it's got that mulled wine kind of taste. It um, right, okay. So I, I, I Does would it go say, any spice in it. No, it's that's the bit that's missing. So you might need to, if you want a bit of cinnamon or something in there, you might get that kind of that will add to it. So I'm not going to try it. 
and try and warm it up because I can't be fucked in. But uh, it's got that wee bit of vibe to it. It's no draw your cheeks together sour. It's just it's a pleasant sourness. Modern sour. Aye, aye. <laughs> Any he's on that note of modern sours. Are we going to bother to get a Vault City box this year from Bruiser or not? I'm on the, I am on the boat of not. No. I'd much rather go and visit the tap room and Porty. That's a definite for me. Like I'm, uh, I definitely want to go to Vault City this year. I definitely want to go and hit Leith mm-hmm. this year from a beer perspective, obviously. Even just the, uh, even <laughs> just the old school Leith places like a, like a Jupiter's Landing and stuff like that. I want to go and sample them properly and spend some time there. Aye. Um, even before you hit the Lost and Leiths and the New Barns and the, the other various places that have popped up, I'd quite like to go and get some casket chukters as well. What's, I know we're talking about beer boxes, what's your shittest box? Um, I'll give you a second to kind of think about it because I'll give you mine. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, no, shittest or most disappointing box? And I'll go first and it's uh, easy for me, it's Tiny Rebel. Um, I got a tiny rebel box. But you I... kind of walked into it, right? No, I no, I did, and you it went was in there with your eyes open. Aye, and you were no, hoping 100%. you would get birthday beers, and there was absolutely no way they were going to hand you. And I got, I got zero birthday beers. Um, which was a wee bit disappointing because the the birthday beer package looked like it was cool as fuck. Uh, don't know about the beers themselves, but the package in the box. How much were they charging for that birthday beer package? Though that's the thing. I oh, no idea. You know, because I can guarantee you it would probably be more than fucking £39. Uh, I was like, however, I, mean, I can't remember how many beers and you got a glass and stuff and it was, aye. It looked the bollocks, to be fair. That's the reason why I went with them was in the hope that I would maybe get either the birthday box or at least one or two of the birthday beers, which I didn't get any. So not it's not that that's not the reason why it's my most disappointing box. But it's a good chunk of it, and the beers were just all right. They're just tiny rebel beers that I got tro- uh, Club Tropicana and some other bits and bobs. I got the 303 um, Lager, which was decent, which we had um, at the Glasgow Beer Festival, which is a, a good change of pace and a decent lager, to be fair. But I, everything else was just rough, meh. Rough. To be fair. I'm not, like I say, I'm not saying the beers are shit. I'm just saying most disappointing box. To be honest, I have to be, I have to be perfectly honest. Um, I have not had a box that I've been disappointed with. I feel that. Um, um, I've had a range of different styles of this this year. Obviously, I mentioned that I've had, you know, several of the big hitters. You know, Verdant Track, Cloudwater. Aye. Um, this year. I've had a uh, Tartarus, which were amazing. That box was that box was incredible, but definitely one for the purists. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the beers are totally off the wall, and you know, massive beers. Some of them are, you know, big Christmas cake beers and, and that kind of thing. Um, then I went, I had Pastore as well, which, yep, you know, aren't the kind of style that I'm that I've kind of been used to drinking lately. Um, so it was a nice change up to have those kind of sour beers again. Um, I don't think I would go back and get a full box, but I would definitely pick like a, a bottle up, pastore bottle up. Um, if I seen it in a shop, um, I think 
the 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 one box that I've had that's been I would just say sort of solid was the the the, the beer for that for the Welsh brewery Mona. Yeah. Um, and the beers were all brilliant. The beers were all really good, but it was just you know steady IPAs, pales, um, and just you know it was it was exactly what every beer was exactly what it was saying. It was it was on the tin. Right. Um, it wasn't. None of them were setting the world on fire, but none of them were bad. See, the thing is though as well that sometimes you don't want you don't you don't necessarily want every single beer to be like mad and be pushing mm-hmm. the boat. You just want something. You just want some something simple, something no very complex, or a single hop thing. Um, like I'm, I'm curious to maybe try a bit more siren next year, and it's like obviously on the back of the single hop series stuff, which is just like tremendous. Um, oh. And that they've kind of proved to me this year that that stigma of them being like a supermarket beer kind of brewery, they 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 can do both very well. Um, and their their non supermarket beers are actually fucking really good beers. So I I'll be trying a lot more of their stuff next year. Gal yourself. I wouldn't really say if I'd done and it was disappointing. The only bad roll of the dice I got on the, um, no bad roll of the dice, that's mm. bad. But um, one that I thought, oh, I wish I'd changed that. And it was the only time I thought out of all the times I rolled the dice with the kind of random box was Overtone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Was just one I wasn't looking for because it was a bit close to home and I'd had a few um, Overtone beers and stuff, obviously, during yeah. the summer with the um, beer festivals and that, you know, and, um, I was going to get or had had a few by that point. So that was the only roll of the dice. I thought, fuck, I wish I'd went in and changed that. And it was only because I knew I was going to get stouts in the box. Aye. Which I'm Aye. a great fan of. And it's no overtone. It's just anybody that does. Like, I'm all for a hefty stout every now and again. Like, and all the leaves are brown and things like that. Mm-hmm. But even the stoutzilla, even the, the, the Christmas beer, but you've got to be in the mood for it. And those times, for whatever reason, just the way my tastes are gone, are fewer and further between than they used to be. So I'd much rather have a milk stout at five and a half, six percent, as opposed to settled in with a four forty mil. And it's a four forty mil can. That's the other thing. Exactly. You've needed to split like I know that I've no pals, um, <laughs> but it's it's fewer and further between that we're in the same room. Where you kind of open one of them and go right, okay, we'll split it. We'll half each. Yeah. Um, in between our paleos or whatever, which you would tend to do if you were on a, a day out in Edinburgh or whatever, you would say, oh, we'll have a third of that each and we'll enjoy it and we'll move on to the next one. Can I think? Aye, exactly. Mm-hmm. Having to Aye. settle yourself in for what is a pretty mammoth undertaking to sit there and have an 11% stout. <laughs> and I know people are sat there aghast if they've made it this far. Mm-hmm. The fact that that it seems a daunting prospect for somebody who used to enjoy that every Tuesday. Um but it's just no the the reward for that isn't as isn't as appealing as it used to be. It's weird. It's, like, I think me and Calma went through the same kind of wave of things with with, with the guys that kind of sours. Like uh, initially on this podcast, we were sour daft, and I've just I've went after sours quite a lot to be fair, and, mm-hmm. and I've I've picked and choose my moments to go down a sour train, and I say a sour train, just it's it's a moment or a, a couple of one or two sours, like this pastry sour at the moment. I, I, this is the first sour I've had in fucking weeks, if not months. Um, and to be fair, it's actually going down really really nicely. To be fair, um, but it's not going to push me down the boat of going mad on sours. Um, 
I know I did at the start of the year, a wee bit, end of last year, but I no. Just, there's a time and a place for things. Your your palate changes all the time, and aye, unless, as much... you're, unless you're Mark when you're butter, <sighs> butter, 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 butter. I know. <laughs> he, he must. He, I'm a fucking bitterly disappointed you anything that isn't butter. No, no, but no. Um, looking forward to the the, the year ahead. Um, the year just gone has been really good fun. Uh, we've had some awesome guests come on the podcast. I am. With this moment, this tweener moments or no man's land of the year where no one actually knows what to do. Um, there's plans in place to get things changed for the podcast and in the new year. Um, we're going to go to a, a shorter format that you can get access to free of charge um, via your normal platforms, whether it be Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen to this podcast. And we're going to do some more content for our Patreon members. I'm going to mix it up a little bit and... Um, make that easier to gain access to as well. So there'll be a wee bit behind the paywall and there'll be a wee bit that you can get to free as well. So there's going to be a, a few changes in the podcast, nothing dramatic, nothing drastic whatsoever. You'll still hear the same voices and we're going to get some awesome breweries on the podcast, a couple who I've already spoken to today um, and I'm hoping to get them on in the new year. So looking forward Excellent. to things ahead. Anything else you want to add to night's proceedings, gentlemen? Negative. Negative, Negative. Roger. Just to wish you two, um, our Patreon members also, and everybody else listening, um, the all the very best for 2023 when it comes along. Yes. Um, it still boggles my mind that there's people out there that listen to this podcast um, oh, on a it. weekly basis and download. And uh, Oh, surely, Cal. Surely, Cal. Thank you enough. Your right. highlight of the year has got to be um, at Murrayfield when you had to get photos taken. Hi, that was fucking. That was that was, was a bit weird. Surreal. Hi, folk, folk, <laughs> spotting the t-shirt, spotting the t-shirt, and coming over and speaking to us and saying, "Are you the guys? We are the guys," and getting pictures <laughs> taken and all the rest of it. That was just madness. The but, only thing uh, that made that better is if we weren't the guys. <laughs> you should have said no, no, no. or 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 it would have made it or it would have made it better if they'd had their their hot waves with them at the time. But, <laughs> 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 but no, it was good, man. It was good, and and as I say, it boggles my mind that there's people that come out and listen to <coughs> come out and listen to this podcast every week. Huh? Um, and we kind of thank you enough. Now, thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast. Um, we appreciate it very much. Like I said, things are going to shake things up. Year five is a big year for us. This this is the year that I personally have targeted for much, much growth on the podcast. World domination. Pretty much. The yeah. first, four year, first four years were building a platform, building a base. Now, year, year, year five onwards, we're fucking going ham. Yes. Going after tits. Uh, so, yes, thank you again for listening to the Beer Fridge Podcast, the home of real beer. Real breweries are real opinions. As always, leave us a five-star rating and hit that ding-a-ling link to be notified of all the latest episodes. You can also show your official support by heading to Patreon and become that a uh, Patreon member. Patreon.com forward slash Beer Fish Podcast. Fucked up. Don't worry about it. I'll be perfect every week. Patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Um, until next time on the podcast, we'll until see next you year on the Melbourne, podcast. Melbourne. Hang is Thursday, Friday, we might be bored at our tits, we might just do a fucking other one. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> Who fucking knows? But until next time, love you, bye. Cheerio. Cheerio. Cheerio.